Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Eco Money on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. ESG. These three letters now seem to encapsulate the sustainability and climate change investment and finance agenda. And from an investment perspective, while well, we can look to invest in sectors that champion the green agenda in the pursuit of perhaps combining profits with purpose. What does this mean if we take a wider look at other areas of the finance value chain? For example, how can areas such as embedded finance and digital currency foster eco-conscious behaviours? Well, to find out, we're joined on the line by the CEO of Match Move, Shilas Naik. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Rachel. Glad to be here. Good to have you with us. So before we get into the nitty-gritty of eco-embedded finance, let's start off. Tell us, what exactly do we mean by embedded finance? Well, embedded finance is a new term that's emerged, uh, Rachel, to talk about how technology is being applied to bring essential financial services to where you want them to be. Okay. Uh, a very simple example. In fact, we've been exposed to it. We are exposed to it all the time. Um, if you pay for your ERP, you've actually stored value in there, and then a certain amount gets deducted automatically. When you pay for your parking uh, and you use the app, it deducts money automatically from your credit card. So you've embedded the finance into your transportation. When you tap your card and pay to go on the MRT or the bus, once again, money is moving because it's already embedded in that form factor, in this case, a card. Now, if we were to take that further and further, it's not just paying for a service, but all kinds of other financial services that lend themselves to this kind of an experience. It could be insurance, it could be investment, it could be remittance, it could be paying people, whether you're an individual or whether you are a business. Today, if you think about your experience with money, it's very disjointed. At certain points, you take out a card, sometimes you take out a voucher, sometimes you take out your phone, sometimes mm-hmm. you write a check maybe, sometimes you go to an ATM. So your life is actually broken up into your different interactions with money. Embedded finance now finally allows for that to become seamless so that wherever you are as an individual or a business, whatever you're doing with money moves faster and easier, but most importantly, more safely. Well, we're all about making our money work harder for us. And if we can do that in a more smooth fashion, all the better. So perhaps you can share with us, how exactly does Match Move fit in? You're a local fintech firm. Yes, we're a local, uh, locally founded fintech term, firm. We operate across uh, seven countries today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've built a platform uh, also known as Banking as a Service, or it's the other sort of alternate word for bank uh, embedded finance. Now, what we've done is created a capability for any business of any kind, uh, food delivery, uh, insurance companies, retail chains, to embed finances into their digital operations. That's step one. And we count some of the leading uh, organizations in Southeast Asia as our customers today. Now, what we've also done recently is acquired uh, Shopmatic, which is Mm -hmm. Southeast Asia and India's largest e-commerce enabler. And this is critical to embed finances, especially if we talk about SMEs. SMEs, you know, and we too at Matchmove, we're a smaller company. Uh, We are also an SME technically. We know that for us to adopt new technologies, we need typically to have them 
put on a plate. It needs to be done because the SME owner is so busy, there's always not enough time, not enough staff, mm -hmm. and we need the right solution presented to us. There's so many choices these days. Now, what Shopmatic does is it enables anyone, a single person making, you know, the most, uh, uh, the nicest sort of sweets and, and, and croissants, for example, to immediately go online and start selling as much as it lets any large organization with a very vast supply chain, like a consumer goods company, a shampoo manufacturing company worldwide, all of them can now help all of the SMEs, either individuals or across the value chain, digitize. That's step one. So you're B2B mainly? Uh, yes. So from a Shopmatic point of view, mm -hmm. we are B2B, whereas where the B is could be an individual or mm -hmm. could be a you know large organization. And then once we've got them digitized, and digitization here means, you know, the store, the front, the mobile app, the WhatsApp, the social commerce, the connections to other uh, marketplaces. Once they're integrated and selling, then we embed finances inside. So now the SME, the owner, doesn't have to worry about spreadsheets and this books and those accounts and going to the bank and applying for loans and filling in forms. All of that starts to happen automatically. As we've seen a push for SMEs to digitize over the past two years to adapt to the COVID-19 environment, what kind of demand have you seen for your products and services? We've seen, mm. Yeah, we've seen a demand that's very consistent with even the macro numbers. So, uh, you know, there have been studies published recently, more than 70 million consumers in Southeast Asia during the pandemic uh, started consuming digital services or buying online for the first time. So that just creates a massive consumer demand. At the same time, 73% of SMEs have said that they survived the pandemic because they digitalized. And so you see, you see the demand and supply of digital uh, goods and services and businesses. And we're, of course, seeing the positive effects of that as well at MatchMove. Okay, so let's get back to the eco angle. How does the seamless integration of digital money perhaps foster eco-conscious behaviors in organizations or even individuals? Yeah, you know, this is a, this is a, a very topical one uh, mm -hmm. that we're increasingly seeing. Um, it, it affects, uh, I think, it affects all of us at different levels. First of all, it's all well and good for us to say that, you know, we are embedding finances, we're helping digitalize, we're helping SMEs sell. That's all a very good thing that we want to create for society and for the economy. However, if the underlying capabilities are not eco-conscious or not eco-friendly, then, you know, we're just putting a cover on something and really distancing ourselves from it. So from our point of view at MatchMove, for example, we ensure increasingly that all of our underlying capabilities, and some of it is bought from other companies, it's we buy services from different companies, aggregate them, bring them together. We ensure increasingly that they are now have these standard, you know, eco-conscious marks or at least are on the road to that number one. Can you give me some examples of what exactly you mean by that? Yeah. So, for example, we're, we operate on the cloud uh, mm -hmm. because we work across seven countries. Clouds typically are hosted in a variety of data centers so that they can actually scale quickly and provide a fail-safe in case one area goes down. And they're known for being energy guzzlers, aren't they, data centers? Well, they are. I mean, <clears throat> I think many of us know that data centers nowadays are not defined by you know, how big or how many computers mm -hmm. they have or, or storage. They're defined by energy consumption. And so, yes, we absolutely now are working to ensure that our data center providers are on a path, a very clear path to becoming, you know, zero carbon footprint or, or eco-friendly. And so you mentioned some other examples other than data centers. 
Yeah, so that's obviously at the infrastructure level, mm-hmm. and that's going to take probably some time, but it's good to see that more and more of them are adopting it. But the other way we can do this is to encourage the right kind of consumer and business behavior. So, for example, you've talked about ESG earlier. Mm. Lots of uh, governments are driving funds towards adopting ESG-type initiatives. Now, that money has to find its way somewhere into the economy. How is it going to do that? It's going to go through organizations, public sector, businesses, and everyone else. And what we are doing also now increasingly is encouraging those businesses that are adopting this. We're actually working closer with them. We're giving them priorities so that they can embed finances into eco-friendly products and solutions. This could be as simple as a, um, a person selling you know, eco-friendly products, uh, you know, wooden toys online instead of plastic at one level, but it also could be very large organizations that want to improve their supply chain by reducing the impact of uh, non-eco-friendly products in there. And to do that, they need to digitize so they get the data so that they can act on it. The other one is right down at a consumer level. Again, it will depend on consumers, but, you know, there's simple examples where if you are adopting a food delivery service, there's many ways you can make that a little more eco-friendly. For example, you can return um, some of your packaging from the last time uh, so that it gets disposed of correctly. And for that, you might actually get a carbon credit as an individual. Mm. Um, You could actually, you know, purchase insurance so that if something happens or there's excess food, then something, you know, it gets covered in terms of how that wasted food or uh, is redeployed or recycled. So there's many ways that embedded finance offers new kinds of products, new ways of doing things, which previously would have been difficult because of legacy systems, but now become possible. And so what are you working on next in this area for Match Move? Well, you know, we, it's, it's obviously something we all want to do. It's important to mm. all of us in terms of eco-conscious. And one of the things, even as we are going and uh, as we expand geographically into uh, Latin America, into Europe and so on, we will continue to drive these values and principles that wherever we see, whatever we do, whether it's in our own offices, our own staff, we are already on path to become uh, eco Well, we are eco-conscious, but to become a zero carbon footprint. But also our suppliers but more importantly, our customers, to encourage them to adopt this. And within that group, those that we see are actually ahead of the game. We intend to give them our maximum effort. Wonderful. Well, Shailish, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you, Rachel. Great to be on the program. Thank you. We've been speaking with Shailish Naik, CEO of Match Move on Money FM 89.3, where Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store. And that's a wrap for today's episode. But before I go, I've got something special to share with all of you. If you're into deep dives on thought-provoking topics and engaging conversations, do tune in to Chua Tian's award-winning podcast, Under the Radar. It is a B2B segment focused on how a company assesses its business environment and how the firm finally performs financially. So please listen and follow our podcasts on the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm Lin Li Fu, and you're listening to Money FM 89.3.